From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. All right, welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata. I have my business partner, Jeff Goodnow, here. Um, welcome back. I got to start this with a funny story because last week we had Christopher Norton, our uh, video guy, director of marketing. Manish begins here by discussing what a charming and eloquent guest host I was last week. And though flattered, it did take up quite a bit of airtime. So I thought it best to get right to the content. So what do you, uh, what do you want to talk about this week? Yeah, well, so this, uh, this really comes about from uh, a, a question we got from one of our good advisor partners, right? And basically, they had a small business owner, and they knew, they remembered that we had previously talked about HSAs, health savings accounts, and the ability to manage those. And that's, uh, f- frankly, it's something that most advisors don't realize that that's even an option, right? You think about HSA, you just think, okay, well, it's another insurance piece, and, and that's all there is. So I thought it'd be good to, to dig into HSAs a little bit. Uh, what's good about them? Why it's, I mean, look, the point of our podcast, right? What's the point of our podcast? It's to bring unique ideas to help advisors grow and protect their business. Whether that be something for, as a small business owner, whether that be something as, you know, an advisor helping an end client. And so this is to me, one of those great unique stories that it's worth knowing to talk to your small business clients. So that's the reason the HSAs are are on topic. And just before we dive in, an HSA essentially is is nothing more than a health savings account that's attached to a high deductible plan. Now, this can get real complicated real quick um, <laughs> with all the different nuances behind it. And and obviously, healthcare is a, a big topic, not only among business owners, but you know, coming up with this next election as well. So, what are, what are the the key points that you think are valuable for people to know? Yeah, exactly. Well, really, I, I see four of them. And, and before we dig into those a little bit, I want to just tell you what they are. I, I think the four best things about HSAs are, number one, the contributions are basically about half of what a 401k contribution is. Also, if you use them properly, the earnings can be tax-free. Uh, the third thing is that, um, you know, frankly, you don't ha- unlike an FSA, you, there is no use it or lose it provision. So when you put money in, and that's the big difference most people don't understand, it continues to collect, hence the reason we can manage some of these, right? You can help grow, client grow that money bigger. And then lastly, there's no RMD. So unlike an, RM, uh, an IRA, right, there's no required minimum distribution. So that's a huge benefit. You start, if you're not using the whole amount every year, you know, it really can start to add up. So those are the, the four things that I wanted to touch on. And now we can dig in All a little right, bit. So number one was the, the contribution side, right? So what yeah. exactly can't, what yeah, exactly absolutely. are the contributions, uh, individual and family? Yeah, sure. So basically we start in, in 2020, they're going up a little bit again. So singles 35, 50 a year, uh, married is 7,100. But uh, that, so, you know, if you think about the, the normal 401k type maximum, that's a pretty good chunk of extra change, right? If you have a good year, you're not using the health care. That just continues to add on to the next year and the next year and the next year. And again, they are raising them, not every year, but, but the IRS does occasionally make an adjustment there. And uh, the other thing that is important, much like a lot of other qualified plans, at 55, you can start putting in another $1,000. So it's a great opportunity. Again, what's our, what's our role as advisors is to help clients build up a bucket of money in this case, it's a bucket of money that can pay for healthcare expenses, and uh, you know, let's face it, right? That's the biggest expense in retirement. 
And then from a, from a business owner point of view, an employee can contribute pre-tax. An employer can then match that and or just set his limit, uh, his or her limit. Uh, the one caveat is if you are an S-corp or LLC, you can't actually contribute to yourself uh, pre-tax. You have to mm-hmm. post-tax, make a contribution, and then you can write it off. So it's the same outcome. But it's when you, what I think what, right. what's important is when people set up these plans, their first reaction is like, well, if I can't contribute to myself, what's the point? And, and that's not really how you should look at it. It's, it's really holistically around healthcare plan costs and all that, which we'll dive into later. But in terms of contribution as an employer, uh, you can match and you can come and employees can also contribute as well. Yeah. And I think you know, sort of the overarching theme here is when you use an HSA with them and you have employees, it's not just yourself, you're putting the onus, you're putting some skin in the game for them and that if they are wise with their healthcare decisions, they have more money. In their and I have, yeah, I have a very specific right? example it's about huge. that uh, later that, you know, with <laughs> okay. real numbers with us and our staff and sort of what, what we've tried to do or, or plan okay. on doing Good. for sure. So what do you got for number two? Good. Yeah, number two, earnings can be tax-free. So with an HSA, 65 is the magic age when suddenly all the qualifications sort of turn off. Um, So before that, yeah, obviously you have to use it for certain qualified uh, types of expenses. And the one that really sticks out to me is the fact that long-term care premiums, you can use your HSA money for that. So again, it's just one of those items, right? A a tax-free withdrawal that can pay for that LTC. Um, you can't do that with an FSA. You can't do that with pretty much anything else. But but HSAs, you can do that with. Beautiful. That's pretty cool. I, I don't know shit about LTCs, yeah. so let's go to number three. I have no <laughs> comment. <laughs> Easy enough. Well, one of the frustrating things, my wife and I used an FSA for years. Um, and, and that's the old 125, my like cafeteria plan garbage. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say garbage, right? But all the the scenario there is you you have an expense and you have to get the reimbursement. You got to match those up within the certain time frame, right? To be able to get that reimbursement and 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 the, the, there's not a carryover and it just gets a lot more complicated. And that's one of the neat things with an HSA is there is no use it or lose it. So as I mentioned before, you put in your seventy one hundred dollars and maybe you only use three thousand of it this year. Well, then there's forty one hundred dollars that's left for next year and oh wait a minute i forgot to turn in a receipt well you didn't just miss the boat that's okay it's two years later you can still turn as long as it hasn't been reimbursed so then so for younger so younger business owners this this is a great tool because you could you know in your younger years uh knock on wood you're not using a lot of your (laughs) your um your money that you contribute for healthcare needs that can just roll, roll, roll over yeah. until a later date when you may need to use it. And it's a good savings tool for, yeah. for all of us really. Yeah, that's absolutely. And, and like anything, right. Every situation is unique, right. Uh, being young and healthy is great right up to the point where you have kids and then <laughs> you throw that all out the window for, for a few years. But uh, there's a period of time there for everybody where, again, the, just like any investment, the earlier you start, the better well, off. Spoiler you alert, spoiler so, alert. And I will talk about this later. Uh, I had an HSA and had a kid and it was still better. So anyway, what's number four? Okay. Number four, no RMD. I mean, that's, there's, there's really no other thing to say. It, it's just nice to know that if you built up some assets in this health savings account to be able to cover what is, as I said, most expensive piece of retirement for people. I think uh, I read a report, and I'll put that in the show notes, like the expected health care cost 
for a person turning 65 in 2019 is now $285,000. Expected over what period of time? I mean, most what people is that? D- for their for the oh, retirement. Okay. So right. from 65 till death, the average is 285. Think about this for a second. That's more than most people have saved for retirement, and that's just their health care cost. So yeah, well. So yeah, no RMD. You don't have to worry about being forced to pull it out. It's there for you okay. to use. Um, anyway, all right. So let's let's move on from from those. Uh, I mean, I, I do want to get your take on the HSA pay. Uh, uh, component from a small business owner's perspective for, which yeah and most advisors are small business owners so from that perspective you know you right. got to look at it as what the premium is so family of four the premium uh was roughly about 1800 uh, yeah and so and that was your your ppo type plan with still had a deduction you know two thousand dollars or whatever the deductible was still had co-pays but it covered almost everything hsa plan was roughly 1100 1200 in that range uh so the difference five or six hundred dollars is since you're the owner is what you're working with right so if that money can go into an hsa plan it's just about math and where your deductibles lay and so it was nerve-wracking when i did this because it's so hard to understand and we knew we were having a baby (laughs) and i did the math and even with a six thousand dollar family deductible the money you save on the premiums outweighed anything you would pay on the deductible and you know you you reached the deduct- and i didn't reach a deductible that we even with the baby but let's say you did uh that's you're not gonna have a baby every year well i, I <laughs> oh hold on a time out i i, I think i need to is well, there a yellow I mean, flag i forward, can throw here so, here's some yellow So the point right? is as a business owner <laughs> that's number one right where are you in terms of you know the premium and how it affects your family next is your staff right, right? so we pay 100% of the individual level uh, for all the staff at Potomac. So offering an HSA really is not attractive to them because they're already getting most of that covered. However, let's say costs get out of control and you have to offer an HSA, it can be at a lower monthly premium and then you add a little bit to the employee in terms of a matching contribution. So it's a shared cost and they also get to walk away with money in their HSA that can roll over as a retirement savings. So ultimately, right. for any owner, it really comes down to what you're paying in premiums, you know, what your plan currently is. And I went through 500 different iterations of this, and the HSA won every single time. Because think about it. Let's say your plan is $500, $600 a month. It's very rare that you're going to use that amount of medical care on any given year. Yes, we're making a huge assumption that you're somewhat healthy and you're not, you don't require a ton of care. That's a huge assumption. If most people are in that bucket, how many people are actually using five, $600 worth of medical care on a monthly basis? Right. Well, right. I mean, it's far and few between. Right. Well, like I said, it it is an assumption, but at the same time, uh, it's just a matter of with, uh, I guess the way I, one of the ways I look at it is when you're paying a regular healthcare premium, it's out the door. Right, we talked about the FSA, use it or lose it. Well, a regular healthcare premium is out the door. If you don't use it, it's just money gone. When you have the HSA and you're putting money in that, and you don't use it, it's there for you next year. It's there, and the yeah. year after. And that's yeah. the rollover. And, yeah, and that's the, the effect the, there that right. helps. And the point of 
being able to actually have it managed, right? Do some sort of an investment process associated with HSA. Well, here, I'm going to get to that. Okay. So that's the second part okay, of the we'll business decision that was, yeah, that's the second part of the business decision that I had to make. Where Perfect. do you put this, right? Where do you put it? Your payroll provider may have a, a connection, which doesn't matter for the business owner, but for your staff, the payroll provider has connections with different banks, Avidia, Denevere, things like that. For me, what was important was the ability to manage those assets, to your point, right? I wanted this self-directed brokerage option so I could not just get, you know, four mutual funds, have the ability to manage those in a risk-managed factor. So I picked HSA Bank because they have a um, connection with TD Ameritrade, and more have been added. So there are now six banks out there that have a connection with TD Ameritrade. So you open the account with the HSA Bank or whatever bank you want that has that connection, and then you transfer over a majority of your HSA that you don't need for current medical expenses, and then through that TD account, uh, not only is Potomac able to manage it, but other advisors are able to sort of get in there and manage that account for their clients, and and that's a huge benefit to to have that set up. Yeah, there, you know, this is something that uh, that I, I think is critical. The the fact that it's an SDBA, right, the self directed brokerage option, it is pretty cool because it's not, like you said, not restricted to just three or four choices. Yeah, you want to you want to actually try and make it grow, but you're stuck in something that is is going to go up. Let's face it, this is supposed to be money that you you really shouldn't take a ton of risk with in the scheme of things because. You know, obviously, you, you want to know that it's there. You don't want to see a catastrophic loss, a 40% decline in that bucket. Um, so, Oh, Jeff, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're, you're no nail on the head. I mean, listen, the, this is something that you're saving for your your health, and it's probably not something you want to be aggressive with. I mean, I mean that's our two cents for what it's uh, worth. I mean, people yeah. can do what they want. But the, uh, the self-directed option gives advisors the opportunity to offer strategies to their clients uh, that uh, completely destroy any of the bank options, which literally are, I mean, to their, you know, their five or 10, they have the self-directed because they don't, they don't want to get involved in, in offering investment options. They just want to be an HSA bank. Right. That's it. Right. Um, what else do you have on, on the, as a small business owner, any other details? That's it. You know, it's, it's confusing. Start with the premiums, you know, work your way backwards and, um, you know, really focus in on, on where you want to put those assets once you, once you get the HSA open. All right. Well, easy enough. I mean, I, I, again, the point is we try and bring unique ideas for, to grow and protect your business. And, and HSA is just one more of those ideas. So, right. Yeah, and, well, I just want to, yeah. real quick, before you get yeah, on, yeah. I mean, what are the clear reasons why advisors are ignoring this? And they are because we talk to them all the time and they don't really look on this is because of the, the account balances are low. And, and I understand that, but at the same time, they're, they're great savings tools for small business owners. Like we've talked about. And it, you know, it, it could be something that's a, a niche for your practice. That's an up and coming, you know, growing niche. Every new product starts with low account balances. Um, and so, you know, we encourage uh, all of our advisors to take a look at it and, and, you know, we, we have some content as well that we'll put out that, that touches on the availability of this. And I heard a rumor that Fidelity, they did come out with an HSA earlier this year, their own version. And apparently, and this is not verified, that at the end of the year, they're going to make it available to advisors. So that cool. would be a combination of an HSA bank and self-directed. So you wouldn't have to link anything. 
they would just handle it everything directly at Fidelity. So nice. just another avenue and custodian for, for advisors that they're familiar with. All right, so let's move on to recommendations. So I have TSA PreCheck, which I I didn't do for years. I just thought it was like, look, man, just stand in line like everyone else. Don't don't be that that person. And uh, and I know, I know, whatever. I'm that so person. so I, I had TSA PreCheck, <laughs> and and I loved it, of course. And but then the line started getting long. So I, I you know, like how do I avoid this now? So I signed up with Clear for a free trial. And it's awesome because not only do you go to the front of the line, then you go right to pre-check. So you avoid the entire pre-check line, and then you go right into pre-check. How, yes. So clear. How I not heard of this? Yeah, exactly. So clear. Uh, it's not available at every airport. It's available at the ones I care about. Uh, and so you do like oh, a five-minute eye scan or whatever, and you get verified, and you walk right to the front, and someone goes to TSA with you and says he's clear whatever passenger and then you go to the front of the TSA pre-check. So it's like the greatest combination of laziness ever and you don't have to wait for shit and I love it. This is like having to pay extra for a slice of cheese. I mean, look, I've got TSA pre-check, I've got global entry, now i got to pay for something else, right? I mean, most of, I rarely have I ever seen a TSA a lot longer than five minutes for me. Yeah, and that's the argument against not buying clear until you run into a TSA line that's 20 minutes, and then you feel like you're back where you started. So anyway. So I do know my wife recently went tra- traveled and saw that the TSA line was actually longer than the regular, but I just prefer not to have to take my stuff out. I'd rather wait a little bit longer and not have to mess with that. So I just I think it's easier. Yeah, but listen, I solved, I solved it, I solved both problems, right? Clear, it's True the way that. to go. Hey, look, guess what? Hey, listen, it also works at stadiums. So there's some stadiums that have signed up. No so kidding. if there's like a, yeah, you know, you go to a football game, there's, you know, a humongous line to get in. They have a clear section. You're pre-verified, you know, and you well, just walk right in. How much right is in. this? I, I'm in. So anyway, how much is it? I, I, I signed up for the free trial. I think it was like. It hasn't Hold. expired yet. I think it's like 185 a year or, or something like that over five years or 150 a year. I don't know. All right. So as we move on to recommendations, uh, this is – Wait, 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 oh, wait. Right. When I saw your recommendation in the OneNote, I fell over <laughs> laughing, by the way. So uh, go ahead. All right. Am I, am I, I'm a huge hip-hop fan, okay? I, I love this stuff. Straight face. Rap. My wife thinks I'm nuts. She questions a lot of things about me. But anyway, Hip Hop Revolution, or Hip Hop Evolution, excuse me. It's a four-part series on Netflix. Um, Definitely a binge watch for me. Uh, I just think it was totally cool to see beginning to end. I mean, you know, where it started, what people were there. And you're, frankly, not old enough to remember this, but, but Blondie came out with Rapture when I was a kid back in the uh, late 70s or whatever. And... I don't. I don't think I can continue this conversation. I'm gonna die. I want to die laughing. You're grasping on. You're grasping on to your youth as much as possible, and your your perceived hipness. But it's it's it's. Fading, I'm old, white, buddy. and bald. What can I do, man? <laughs> so, anyway, I found it intriguing. I found it interesting. Totally loved it. Oh it- my god, I'm I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Um, oh wait, I have one more thing. Bef- I I have one more thing before we end this. Um, <laughs> The entire podcast is absolutely pointless if 
we have Medicare for all. True that. We'll delete it. I think you're right. Fair, right? Then there's nothing. We don't need anything to talk. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. All right. So as we move on, I do want to make sure that I, I don't forget to do this. We have a new podcast page. Uh, it is on our website. It is live. And basically, if you if you have trouble sleeping, you need something to binge watch, uh, hey, hop onto the podcast page. You can see all, what, 17, 18? I guess this is episode 18. You can see all of these. Uh, it, it, it's nice to have it all in one spot. Still have our blog page. And we have some blogs that are associated with extra info you can check out. But we do have a new podcast page. On that note, like, subscribe, connect, use the Connect Us page to give us tips, ideas, comments, etc. And uh, hopefully that will do the trick for you. Hip hop evolution. <laughs> On that note, see ya. Ready? <laughs> Peace. Oh, good. God damn it. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, Smalls. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.